0: Welcome to Chelsea Miller today. Um, Chelsea is a friend and client of mine who owns Breathe Skin Body Mind in town, which is a local home-based salon, which I uh, came along to, I think, a couple of years ago. And um, we're going to have a chat today about um, how fitness and beauty come together and also um, what it's like to run a small business. So welcome, Chelsea. Wow. Thanks, Ange. Beautiful. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Always
1: an opportunity to chat. You know, that I'm always in. If there's a chance to have a conversation, I'm
0: here. Yes. We don't have any we don't have any problems with um finding words, do we? No. no. (laughs) So I'd love to hear a little bit about yourself and how you got into the beauty industry.
1: Yeah, sure. So I've been a massage and beauty therapist now for 20 years. Um so I finished school and um mum and dad got me into a private beauty college down in Victoria. I loved it from the moment I started. Loved chatting to people. Um, Grew up in a home where my mum always took care of herself. Um, You know, vanity wasn't seen as a negative. Um, It's really important to be, you know, fit and healthy um, and be proud of how you look and how you present yourself. So, um, I grew up in in that sort of, um, I guess, family life, and that was normal for the women in our home. Um, yeah, you know, to have their waxing done, have their facials, and that was okay. Mm-hmm. Fell in love with beauty, um, and I spent the earlier bit of my career working in health retreats and day spas. Um, so I really didn't nice. work in, yeah, I didn't really work in, like, street-based salons until I really had my own home salon. Um, so my experience has always been in that sort of resort Um sort of background um, i took a little break from beauty therapy when i was traveling um around australia i ended up in western australia and i actually got into the mines um, so i sort of you know dabbled in a bit of mining operating and then health and safety and then still came back to beauty therapy so i've never fully you know put the wax pot away just still dabbled, and <laughs> and i still love it and 20 years on i absolutely love seeing clients you do love it. I
0: love that you're so passionate about it because to me, it would be one thing to enjoy, um, you know, doing beauty or, um, doing treatments to yourself or having treatments, but um, you, you seem to be really passionate about giving treatments to people. Why is that?
1: Absolutely. So I think that the world that we live in, um, everyone is so busy Um, we don't have enough um, that sort of personal interaction that touch we're really lacking that so i love with how we offer treatments um, in the salon Um, it's that real personal treatment so it's one-on-one we only have one treatment room um, and i've operated that way since i've moved back over to new south wales so for nearly 10 years now i've just had that one treatment room one client one therapist it's not about anyone else Um, and that touch and, you know, building up that trust with your client, um, they're in a really vulnerable position, whether they're having a massage, waxing or a facial. Um, so I, yeah, really love that my clients trust me with that and yeah, just to feel loved and touched and pampered and that, that especially women are worthy of my time. I really value that. And I feel really lucky, um, that clients trust us for that as well.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think it's something that's come up a lot in uh, within my business recently and with my staff and something that I'm noticing myself or I have noticed over the last five years, at least um, working in the fitness industry is the overwhelm experienced by women. And I know that it's a thing. I'm not quite sure what to do about it. I know that um, that's a big angle for your businesses to try to reduce some of that overwhelm and give people a space mm. or particularly women where they can just zone out. And that's certainly what I do when I go there, even if I keep talking, because I just yeah. love talking. Um, <laughs> so, but with, like, I find it really challenging from the fitness industry perspective that I will have women come to me because they want to achieve a certain outcome. And there's work that's required to do that um, in terms of diet and exercise but i'm really mindful not to try to create more overwhelm in that regard for those women so Mm. it's pretty tricky um yeah and i think um i really like that your business has a focus a similar focus to mine on trying to make life a little bit more enjoyable for those busy um, people Mm. and particularly women
1: yeah, and just be real about it, and you yeah. know, sort of going back to me being a client of yours. Um, I, I I love coming to um the shed and doing like my MetaFit or my my PT sessions, but previously I've hated going to gyms. It is not my thing, but yeah, I guess our thing that is similar with your business and mine is women are made to feel comfortable. It is so important. There is so much social anxiety for people, especially in the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, women, uh, we're mums, we're working one or two jobs. There's so much going on and then we keep on pushing these things to the side. So having those spaces that you can come to and feel really comfortable is so important. So you actually get the benefit out of it. So come into your shed And there's no pressure. It's all good. Just get it done. We're all women. And being real about it, and that's our clients aren't stupid. People aren't stupid. Uh, Um, So, yeah, being real about the fitness industry and honest, that's why we come to you. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that some of that overwhelm potentially across both of our industries, beauty and fitness comes from, what we are fed via social media so these images of what is beauty um, what's a beautiful woman um, what's Mm -hmm. a fit woman and it often doesn't marry up with people's real lives um, Mm -hmm. and experiences so Mm -hmm. i think that actually i I see it creates stress in women you know why can not i look like this woman on instagram And it's like, well, because, mate, she's not just doing exercise um, twice a week. She's um, actually dieting very, very hard and doing thousands of repetitions on her arms every week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's not it's not for everyone. And and it is like the beauty industry is the same. Like what we see on social media is it's traumatizing and um like even from you know over the years that women coming in saying oh i want my skin to look like this why isn't this it's like that's it's okay this is who you are like your freckles are beautiful or your cellulite's beautiful your stretch marks are beautiful like they're there for a reason um and it's and it's okay like Yes, feel strong. That's definitely something um, I know for me, like if my back, if I'm not working my core and doing my exercise with you, my back plays up. So I need to be strong to be able to do my job, live my life, be able to lift up Niamh, my daughter. Um, So it's being real about it and coming back to that and reminding our clients, like, pull your head in. Just woo. Yes. Like have have a think about this. Actually, look at your girlfriends. No one looks like those people on social media. They are so filtered, um, and it's really just dis- it's bad. It's really distressing that that's what's got to. But yeah, awful yeah. pressure.
0: It does make it more challenging to work with mm-hmm. some people, certainly, and um, to be almost the bearer of bad news or the reality mm. check is not yeah. always fun. As much as I value. Um, being honest with Mm -hmm. my clients and and people in general Mm.
1: yeah yeah. but I think um for me over the years it's built up that loyalty and that trust I Mm -hmm. I don't need to blow smoke up anyone I'm I'm honest with beauty therapy and what we can achieve as beauty therapists and um you know even about different treatments like I I read up about things that are coming onto the market um and I'm honest with my clients I'm like this is the feedback I have you know whatever industry pages that I'm following and blogs and things I'm reading and to help clients understand so I'm definitely not just like oh well we don't know about that, whatever, ignore it. Okay. Let's break it down. This, 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 this is my opinion on it. And then educating, educating our clients so they can make a better decision and oh, just yeah, absolutely. being, being honest. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And
0: that was leading me to, um, I wanted to discuss with you that we do both work in industries that are not always upfront about mm-hmm. what is achieved, what is involved in achieving a particular result. And I find mm-hmm. that I've found you, to be honest, um, Mm -hmm. that, you know, one facial, for example, is not going to completely solve a client's skin problems. And there's Mm -hmm. work that they need to do outside of that. There's work that they need to do on their lifestyle, potentially. Do you Mm -hmm. find that This honesty turns some people off sometimes. I have experienced that in terms of, you know, summertime fitness, when people come, oh, I'm going to lose all this weight just by coming to you twice a week or doing this exercise class and not looking at my Mm -hmm. diet and when I tell them actually that is not going to work, we need to look at your lifestyle as well. Um, Some people just um, they leave because they want to be told that there's an easier answer potentially.
1: Mm -hmm. A very small
0: percentage. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Very small percentage. Most
1: clients, um, I think it's like a breath of fresh air when they come in and see myself or any of the girls that work here with me. And they're just like, oh, thank you so much for explaining that. Just be honest. Just say, this is the reason you've like, for example, you've got your blackheads. It's because this, 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 we need to change this in your diet. You need to drink some more water, you know, have some healthier oils in your diet and just going back to that basing of information that they haven't been told, no amount of expensive product is going to fi- you know, fix that particular issue. We need to do the combination of skincare and diet lifestyle. And I think, yeah, being honest has definitely um, made my business successful um, and not treating women like they're stupid, but educating. Mm. Um, so I think in it makes my job that little bit harder when maybe clients have been elsewhere and have just been yeah, told incorrect information. So I have to sort of rewind on all that and just slowly re-educate. Um, and, yeah, definitely, you know, there is a few people that, um, you know, don't like what I have to say um, that might, you know, not rebook, or I might not see them for a couple of years, but maybe once they, you know, do the full circle, sometimes yeah. I do see them come back and yeah. I'm like, okay, cool, now you're ready. And But I, I do find most of the time if I just take that time, educate, talk it out people it just clicks the right answer will click in their brain and they're like okay this is this is why
0: yeah and I think for me personally it's a matter of um knowing that I've I've done the right thing by the person Mm -hmm. whether they liked it or not and knowing that I haven't blown smoke up their ass like you say so Yeah. yeah
1: yeah absolutely yeah and when you know when people are ready to hear the information um you know then they'll they'll come back around um but yeah, I, like you, I would rather just be honest. Here's my answer. And if you don't like it at this particular day, maybe in 12 months time, you will. Um, yeah. And, you know, and I do believe that clients come to my business for the right reasons. Sometimes people will come and they're not, they're not our people and I'm not for everyone yes. either. So I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm okay with that. I, you know, I think your skin has to thicken up. As you get older um, and when you are in a small business as well. And I don't take offence to that. Um, you know, there's lots of other beauty salons in town where people might feel more comfortable to go to or around the area. And that's okay. So I find my tribe. Um, my people yeah. come to me and and I'm good with that.
0: Yeah. We can only do so much. Yeah, exactly. Me. Yeah. 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 Um, hmm and I I get where people are coming from um when they're potentially looking for a solution they've been looking for one for a long time and not finding one I personally suffered with Really severe acne as a teenager, and mm-hmm. I like it was painful on my face, you know. And well-meaning family members and you know, Dolly magazine and everything would tell me just to put this on it, put that on mm-hmm. it, tea tree clearasil, and it mm-hmm. was like it was clinically severe.
1: Mm-hmm. And you know,
0: you, you, I went through that whole process of looking at different um, beauty treatments, feeling like I was doing the wrong thing, and it kind of, to be honest, turned me off the whole. Mm-hmm. Um, skincare thing and you know what I'm like so yes (laughs) the reason that I like your salon in particular is because it's not typical or standard kind Mm -hmm. of like how I run my fitness business I like to get people thinking a bit more about their assumptions with regards Mm -hmm. to fitness Mm -hmm. and um, and the way to go about things yeah
1: and a bit of accountability as well like I'm um, I think that's empowering for clients to say okay we need to Get some more of this particular, whatever it is, food or nutrient back into your diet and that will really help your skin glow. That's empowering for a Mm. client to be laying there vulnerable on the bed, having a facial, you know, they've only got like a tiny little silk robe on and to say like your skin is beautiful, your body is beautiful. You just need to help it function how it should. Your body is yeah. incredible and our skin is incredible. Um, we just need to make sure that we're fueling it correctly and then everything will fall into place. Um, and absolutely, skincare does have a place, but it is not going to, you know, make you look like a supermodel if you're not fueling your body properly or, or moving. Yeah. Um, and... I yeah that's just what just keeps on happening like yeah people are being promised things and with acne um I had acne face neck and chest when I was in high school and um I ended up having to go on antibiotics for it and I still see so much now people making these promises about what they can do for particular acne oh
0: yeah
1: knowing your place, like, especially with beauty therapy, we're not dermatologists and we're not doctors. And I have had many mm-hmm. clients over the years that I'm like, look, absolutely. Yes. Cleansing your skin, moisturising, wearing your sunscreen to prevent scarring. Um, but sometimes you do need to go to the doctor and that's okay. Like yes. it's, it's okay. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah, you've touched on scope of practice there, which is really mm-hmm. interesting. I think our industries are fairly similar um, in that regard as well, where you will mm-hmm. sometimes find people stepping outside of their scope of practice in order to make some more money or you know, just the fact that we're we're the much like yourself, our clients see us more than most other health professionals like they might get 15 minutes with a specialist or a doctor Mm -hmm. every few months and yet we're seeing them in front of us all the time so i Mm -hmm. i like that you touched on that scope of practice it's important to be mindful of and yeah and i think it's important for our industries that Mm -hmm. people do be mindful of that and um behave in an ethical way
1: yeah i have a little saying um that i say like within my business and my close group of girlfriends that are also beauty therapists that I've always stayed in touch with over years. Um, and it's stay in your lane and, yeah. and know your place. I, I don't, um, want to make like my industry seem, you know, fluffy and airy and fairy. Cause it's absolutely not like our, our level of underpinning knowledge for the skin and anatomy is, is awesome. Like it's so good when we did our diploma. So myself and the girls were all diploma qualified. Um, but what I keep seeing in the industry is like these, you know, half-day courses or three-hour courses and all of a sudden you can do all these fandangled things. Um, but you have you really got the knowledge to be talking about that? And, mm. I again, I think that's why my clients love my business is because we are beauty therapists. We stay in our lane. I'm not making these promises. I cannot give you a facelift. I'm not going to give you injections. That's not what we're doing. But here's a card. Mm-hmm. If that's where you, the path you want to go, I can recommend someone. Um, and and then for you know on social media with so much fitness stuff, like my goodness, it must just like pff, do your head yeah. in. Like it's huge. It's just a I big don't mess. look at a
0: lot of it to be honest. Like people say to mm-hmm. me, "Oh, do you see mm-hmm. such and such?" I've just I don't have time to consume it. But I have yep. to understand that my clients are potentially consuming yes. that. Yep. Um, So what my uh, strategy in this year and particularly in doing this podcast is not only to put myself out there and challenge myself a little bit more, but to um, just spend more time putting out the content that aligns with my values rather Mm. than either being triggered or consuming other people's content. Um, And once you step back and you stop doing that, you realize how highly influenced in Mm -hmm. general people are by the stuff that's out there, so all yeah, the well, time, yeah, all
1: the time. I I'm see it all sure the time.
0: What the answer is, but it's it's probably to build those trusting relationships, like yeah. you say, with the clients in front of you. Um, yeah, answer yeah. the questions. Anything new that comes onto the market, I um,
1: I have a few particular pages, um, like on Facebook groups that I follow, that are like they're really good industry leaders. So we sort of, you know, I take note what's going on there, and I ask questions about particular things, and yeah, be educated on it. Um, But the social media thing, me personally, I have unfollowed so much on Facebook and Instagram. Mm. Um, I just really follow what I need to. So I have hardly any pages that I follow. So there's less rubbish coming through and and less noise. Um, And then I wonder sometimes whether, you know, maybe clients that could be a recommendation for them is just to unfollow, cut out the noise, focus on what you're doing. Um, Don't get so caught up in that. That's exactly what they want you to do. They want you to buy that because it looks pretty, they they get yeah, paid thousands absolutely. of dollars for that. And if it doesn't mm-hmm. seem right, and this is something I say to clients, if they're like, "Oh, but I bought this," does that sound like unicorn dust? Does it? Does that sound yes. so ridiculous? And I say that to clients if I'm talking about their skin, I'm like, "Does does this make sense? Is it sounding right to you, or is it just sounding like BS?" Yes. If it's sounding like BS. Guess what? You're it's not dumb. Is. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah.
0: If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is.
1: Yes. Yeah, yes. Absolutely.
0: Yep. Um, so, yeah, we've talked a bit about the, the constant juggle, and we both sort of do it. Um, I like that you take that holistic approach to beauty and that you are constantly reminding us, myself especially. <laughs> to either you know do my cleansing routine but also to take time out to try mm-hmm. to focus on sleep exercise drink water that these are some of the similar messages that I have for my clients yeah. and I know that you're always working on improving that balance yourself so what is the mm-hmm. biggest thing you've learned about balance with your business since becoming a mum
1: oh I love this <laughs> question this is good um so definitely, it's been a big lesson for me having Miss Neve on board. So, <laughs> I know I know this is like a podcast, oh. but that's her in bed at the moment. So I'm oh. yeah, working mum here doing a podcast with Ange, <laughs> and then I'm also got Neve on her monitor in bed. Um, yes. and I I'm really I feel so grateful that I obviously have Neve um, that I've got to become a mum, but now to even understand even more with what's going on Mm. with my clients and and understand that juggle even more. I've always been a busy bee. That's just how I function. Um, Yes. and, but like I, I could work seven days a week in the salon. I could work from, you know, nine to nine every day and it still wouldn't be enough. So setting those boundaries, that was a big thing for me. Um, so I found my anxiety got a bit out of control sort of at the start of the year, just so much going on. And I was like, okay, I've done it again. I've gone a bit too crazy town. Mm-hmm. Something needs to go. Um, so it's that that pulling back and setting those boundaries and being very clear on those boundaries um, and the the things that I won't give up. So I, I I have to come and do my two classes at least a minimum of doing like my MetaFit or my weights with you. If I don't do that, I'm going to spend so much more time with a sore back. I don't yeah. operate as efficiently. My time in the salon it just kills me. If I don't, my hips absolutely ache. So if I want to be a 36 year old beauty therapist, still on my feet, you know, still running at the pace I'm running, I have to take care of myself. Um, and, that and means that's that your I, bare
0: minimum. Like I like is. that you said,
1: you yes. know,
0: cause some people will come out and go, right, I'm going to get fit. I'm going to exercise mm. six days a week. And mm-hmm. they really realistically can't fit it into their yeah. life.
1: Yeah. So starting
0: with that base. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Start with two. And that's what you said to me, like just get to your two and anything more than that is a bonus. And I'm good with that. That takes the pressure off me. So whatever you can do to like, yes, less pressure, less stress. Um, So I want to be able to come and be relaxed when I'm at my classes and not be thinking, shit, I've got to get going. I need to go. When I was there this morning, doing my weights, I was present. I was able to just be like, okay, I'm here. This is what I'm doing. You know, do your online shopping if you need to. Just be a little bit more organized. Um, and then, yeah, that way then I can be the best mum for Niamh. Um And, yeah, I think we've only got ourselves to blame. So pulling yourself up, like if you, if you were hearing these things coming out of your mouth, I'm too busy, that's something that I always used to say way too much. So definitely in the last mm. six months I've gotten better with that. So I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Just pull your head in. Just structure your week. It's all good. And then everything will be right. Um, so plan ahead where you can and and stop that stop that talk if you keep speaking like that you're never going to get anything done
0: it just goes round and round yep yeah yep. so i can and get I like, to my class mm. yes and i like that you've come around to um doing some weights training as oh, yeah. per my advice <laughs> <No>. <laughs> for a long time i know I, I was like-
1: just I was just nervous, but I do, I do love it. It was so good yeah. there with Jeanette this morning. So yeah, I, um, my best friend um, was actually at the same class this morning. So it was so good. So Jeanette and I were it there together. Nice. It was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think just making myself a priority and um, you know, and, and absolutely there's always things to do with Neve. Um, you know, whether it be catching up with my other mum friends and having a coffee um, and a lot of the rules that I have with my girlfriends, I'm like, if we're coming for a cup of tea, we go for a walk? um yes so I like love that. come over go for a walk and then we can have a cup of tea um Beautiful. you know so put your active wear on and yeah I just think helping each other out and yeah just making it a part of your life yeah
0: yeah absolutely yes so <laughs> and part of that balance for you I suppose is taking on you've got some staff members in the last two years so mm-hmm. you worked solo for a long time like me I did and- yeah you got some staff members before me, so I'm just going Mm -hmm. through that process now. But Mm. what was it that led you to hire staff and how have you found the process of finding people with similar values to yours?
1: Yeah. So um, that was definitely a big, brave decision, Um, but I felt that with how the business sort of kept growing and that need for um, clients to come into what I offer in the salon um, that we were talking about before and, um and then yeah my the girls that have sort of like have come on board I've sort of known them in different circles and they've sort of you know come and gone in my life and and everything just sort of fell into place and yeah like you said having that same that same values so um you're just being kind and being warm and real like none of the girls that work for me I've got um Soph, Jamie and Jeannie and they there's nothing fake they're all mums or Soph's a mum to be and just keep it real. And I think um, respecting my values and and things that I have set for the business and understanding that and what's important. And if they're not, um, yeah, they're not the right therapist, then mm, I know that's a bit of a hard one. Like it's not okay. I have interviewed a few different girls over my time. um, And it's not just about, oh yeah, Chuck, whatever beauty therapist in, it has to be the right person for my clients and for me um, and yeah having that same that same value but yeah i think it's just being that being real like all my girls you know if we get a pimple where we're real about it we talk about it um, you know is it there because of the diet is it there because of stress like what's going on
0: so i like that the girls um yeah are, are real as well that's a really good point when you talk about being real um
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know towards each other and to your clients as well um because a lot of beauty isn't real a lot of fitness isn't real so yeah people appreciate that but in Mm. terms of um describing your process of finding people with the same values as you that's a really difficult thing to do like HR wise yes I'm going through the process now of trying to kind of put down on paper what I actually do because it's all in my head and so then next minute you've got to convey that to your staff members and my staff members are fantastic as well Mm -hmm. similar types of um, value systems but then when you have to stop and think about everything that you do Mm. it's a whole other ball game isn't it
1: it is crazy when I had um, my copywriter and VA helping me to write an ad that I put up on Seek and you know Facebook and all the rest of it and yeah finding those right words but even that I it just, yeah, it was really hard. So I think like organically is how I've grown my team. It hasn't been like, okay, I need new beauty therapist, radio, right? who's fresh out of college, let's chuck you in. Yeah. It hasn't yeah. been that. And and I and trusting that the right person was gonna, you know, come into the business when the time was right. So it sounds like yes. a, a little bit, you know, a little <laughs> bit like believe in the universe. Um <laughs> But it's manifest it. Absolutely. And I and that's truly what happened. Like whether people believe in that or not, I personally do. That's something that I believe in. Like you you get back what you put out. Um so with you know Sophie coming on board um a couple of years ago I knew her um from a previous um like I was actually a client of hers and then we sort of always kept in touch and then she applied for the job and I was like wow like yes like just so perfect we already knew each other so we had that relationship um, and then the same with Jeannie coming on board um, Jenny and Sophie used to work together and I met Jeannie through ordering a cake how ridiculous but just yeah organically and just I loved who she was outside of being a beauty therapist I loved that she she was just warm and kind there was nothing fake um and then Jamie she's been a client for years and I do I love how real she is and that's yes I I have said that to her like um any of the girls I'm like don't you don't have to be me you don't have to be Chelsea that's not what my clients want um be you and that's okay And then if client, that particular client isn't enjoying, you know, that, that click with you, that's okay. We can try another therapist and being okay with that. Don't go in that room and try and be someone you're not, because you're going to look like a fool. Um, Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's one of the first things I said to my girls when they're like, oh, but I can't do, you know, X, Y, Z like you. And I'm like, you don't have to. Yeah. People don't want that. They only want that from me because they expect it from me. Yeah, and you you be you. You coach people the way that you that feels right to you. Yes, and they'll appreciate it, and they do. And it's great having different personalities now up at the shed. Yeah, I love. Yes, yeah,
1: I love that yeah. in the salon. Like it's so funny. Um, yeah, just the different mix of clients that sort of come in with each of the girls and. You know, and how we sort of all are, and we still are doing that same beautiful job and getting um, and getting done what needs to happen, but just that different connection. Um, and yeah, I think if more industries took that approach, where would they be more successful? And you know, and like we said, like people can see straight through yeah. bullshit. Yeah, in terms of yep. being real,
0: um, mm-hmm. one of the biggest things I notice when I go to fitness-based courses is that. Oh. You'll yeah. have a lot of, um, you know, they look the part. A lot of people that look the part, they might have um, done bodybuilding competitions and stuff like that. And so, they, I guess, their side hustle is to run fitness classes because that's how they might earn an income in the meantime, mm-hmm. but one they, they don't uh, quite often, and I'm not saying everyone, yep. but I feel like a lot of people in the fitness industry take themselves way too seriously and there's barely any humor in the room. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's very, very serious and it's not fun to be honest. So yep. like if, you, if they, if more of them could realize that they can, um, you know, also have a personality that's not completely tied in with fitness and that's one of the things mm-hmm. that I like to challenge my audience on is like mm-hmm. um oh my god I'm eating chocolate or oh my god I'm eating a burger and that, that's the kind of things that those people will hide because they don't want people to know that they're actually yes. humans they do yep. those things so that mm-hmm. this weird idea of what fitness is mm-hmm. um, And it puts more pressure on people and it actually excludes people as well. Absolutely. Oh, my God. That
1: does my head in. I left a job um, many, many, many years ago. I walked out one afternoon. um, I've done that too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was beside myself. I was only young. I would have been maybe nearly 18. And um, the way that the boss, the owner of this particular day spa spoke to a client and did not make her feel welcome. Um, Mm. disgusted me and I think that has stuck with me forever Um, and I went and put my um, spare clothes on and took my uniform back upstairs to the day spa and I was like I'm out and I could I still couldn't believe I did it and I I went home to my unit where I was living and I just cried and cried and cried got a newspaper anyway apply for another job but but how you know that that woman came to the business to feel beautiful, and she was made to feel like she was not worthy. And yes. so, anyone coming into our salon, you know, for example, like someone will be like, "Oh my God, I'm so hairy!" Like if they're having a bikini wax, no, no, no. Not, your pubic hair is normal. It's so fine. Like it's all good. We're here to remove yes. it. Like you're no hairier than anyone else. And so, so much we are made to feel like our bodies are disgusting and odd. Yep awkward yeah. and and yeah. wrong well guess what that's actually that's actually normal what you've got going on there is actually mm-hmm. fine um yeah. and that's okay um so that's a big conversation so much with my clients i'm like no 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 this is all good and i give examples to clients if they um are concerned about a particular thing um i'll say well actually most women have that 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 um and yeah i think we don't have enough of those conversations about what happens um mm-hmm. and yeah, I love like where there's really no mirrors, you know, app at the shed. It's not it's not about that. Like mm. no no one cares what you have on if you don't have the fanciest gym clothes. Just come there and be included.
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely, and, and so much shame across both, you know, yep. ideals of beauty and ideals of fitness with fitness. regards mm-hmm. to women's bodies. Mm-hmm. And I just remember my early days as a PT. I had this poor girl was like basically hands and knees on the floor. I hadn't. I just put her through a basic workout. You know, that's you know that's the stuff that you know, gets people going, it's, it's not this fancy over the top stuff that people think it is. It's like doing a few squats, doing a couple of lunges mm. for most people who are deconditioned, that's huge for them. And they, they can't tolerate it. And that mm. their expectation is that they're going to come into a, you know, a fitness um, business or a gym or whatever, and just do these amazing things. Anyway, mm. Mm. It's on the floor, hands and knees. And I was trying to comfort her because she was crying. At how little she could do like the basics and she was crying about her weight and um I must have just blurted out something she said something about having abs and I blurted out something like I don't have abs I work out every day mm. and I just remember her looking up at me and saying oh, I thought you would have abs <laughs> and I said no mate that's that's, that's not eating much okay yep like okay
1: oh wow (laughs) i know yeah you get people
0: in these vulnerable positions like you say and it's kind of a funny story now god love her but you know just people's expectations Mm -hmm. or how they think they should be Mm -hmm. and i like to share a little bit of my own struggles and i'll tell my clients when i can't do something what i'm not good at um Mm -hmm maybe what I don't like about my body and I try also within my business not to focus on the physical changes um, within my clients because I don't want them to become too attached to that in an unhealthy way I think they should absolutely be proud Mm -hmm. if they put in the work but like I'm not gonna go um, oh member of the month has lost you know this much weight and wow good because I don't want to put that pressure on them to keep doing it or you know Mm -hmm. i just Mm -hmm. kind of let members organically sort of maybe pay each other a compliment here and there but i don't want people to feel like i'm um, scrutinizing their bodies and i expect a particular result from them
1: yeah and to all look like barbie like we're not we're not all going to look like that um and so in embracing that that you know my body is how it looks and my friend's body is how that looks but we're both strong um Mm. and it Encouraging um, that um, is really important. So just feel feeling strong in your mind, feeling strong in your body, um, and when all that comes together, that's when a when a woman looks amazing. I think when you can oh, hold absolutely. yourself up and you are feeling really good in your gut, you're feeling really good in your muscles and your skin's glowing. Then you absolutely you hold yourself differently, but it doesn't mean that you have to yeah look like a Barbie doll. Um, and that's not, that's not normal to look like that. Um, so yeah, feeling, feeling beautiful, just being strong. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Um, so I just wanted to say before I close off that I really, yeah, I love your business because I myself have felt, I guess not included by, you know, beauty standards in the past, given my Mm -hmm. skin situation when I was younger and then, yeah, um so it is really nice to have a business locally uh um, that you. caters for those of us that are maybe not there to sort of do all the um extras like um, i'm not into the high maintenance things i just come to your salon to chill out and i think yeah. that if anyone hasn't given it a try they really should if wow. um if they can jump online and book in and um i'll sh- i'll definitely share the link for that too. wonderful
1: thank you so much i really appreciate that and um And it's really nice to hear from you as a client that that's how you feel because it's something that I really strongly try and portray in the business. Um, So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for loving what I do. Thanks.
0: Thanks for coming on today. One last thing though, Chelsea, if anybody wants to message you and ask questions Mm -hmm. about skincare or anything Mm -hmm. that you've spoken about today, where's the best place to get you?
1: Yep. So if you just head to our website, which is www.breatheskinbodymind.com. And then on there, there is a um, email link, or you can also hit the book now button and you can book an in salon consultation, or we do online consults as well, where we can chat away. So get in touch
0: and we can help. All right. I'll post the link to that. Thanks so much, Chelsea. And I'll see you soon. Awesome. (laughs) Thanks, Ange. Bye.